You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. We're here at the back table of The Comedy Cellar. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. We have uh, with us at the table right now, Mr. Leonard Oots. What's going on? Uh, the fantastic, is it Ms.? Ms. Rachel Feinstein. Uh-huh. Fein, is it, I, Feinstein. Feinstein, yes. yes. And and we have a guest sitting in with us. She's a writer for Teen Vogue magazine, as well as Glamour, Marie Claire, uh, Bustle, Ravish. I never heard of those. Uh, Gigi Engel is a writer and sex educator, and she wrote an article in Teen Vogue about how I know it. How to masturbate if you have a vagina. Yes, I did. Okay. Did you guys read the article? Uh, I, I skimmed through it on the train. <laughs> that hurt. Nobody sent me the article. It was it was in the first email oh, I sent you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Right. Well, um, but it sounds amazing. I mean, already it's a riveting subject. Masturbating. So we, I'm ready to just kick off the jams right now. <laughs> I'm ready to learn. I mean, Leonard skimmed it. Yeah, that's why yeah. I showed up. I, I, I need a more in-depth uh, Leonard, teaching. He got it's through a minute of it. It's time to get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he was done. You were done. Uh, so, uh, Gigi. Mm-hmm. This is what this is my first question. Sure. Uh, as a man, it seems odd to every man. I'm sure Leonard will agree. Uh, Stephen will probably agree that um, it, it, masturbating is something that comes naturally to us. We don't need uh, instructions. Why is it that girls need to be taught how to masturbate? Well, I actually. Wrote, I mean, it's so easy. I wrote a guide on masturbating if you have a penis as well. So. What do you know about that? <laughs> right, right. Can you Google, can you bring that up? I want to. I'm sure it's bull. But go ahead, go ahead. Talk, let's talk about the vagina first. Okay, I mean, I wrote an article about masturbating for vagina owners because actually a lot of women don't understand how to masturbate because sex ed in school is such a nightmare that there's absolutely no focus on pleasure whatsoever, and the clitoris is almost never mentioned, which is the epicenter of female pleasure. And if you don't know what the clitoris is, you may not know how to touch it, especially if you're a young teenage girl who's learning about her body. Leonard, or focus. Or a young teenage guy. Uh. As, yeah, that's that's part of it as well. If you don't know how to please yourself, you're not going to know how to tell a partner how to do the same for you. Oh, that. Well, that's a, you got very valid points. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Look how scared Leonard is. Leonard got so frightened once the word vagina was even introduced. He was like, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. He's like, I skimmed it and then I X'd out. First of all, first of all, part of this part of the trouble I'm having with this is that we're talking about teenagers, so I feel like I can't even say anything. But, 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 because my heart is pounding. But listen, how long does it take to figure out? I mean, I don't have a vagina, but you touch around down there. I mean, can't you figure out the spot that feels best? I mean, you can, but you're gonna have. Isn't it better to have a guide that actually teaches you how to do it if you don't know how, instead of just I don't fumbling want through some, the dark? some civil servant teaching my daughter how to masturbate in in high in in school. I don't want well, that. That's unfortunate for your daughter. You think that that masturbate? Oh shit! I mean, what? Lord. You're saying you would rather you or Juanita teach your daughter how to masturbate? I'd rather her learn on the street, like a, like a girl. Like a in order, for, in order for your daughter to have a become a sexually aware, healthy adult, she should know how to masturbate. Yeah, and if can't. having a, an instructional guide from 
um, a sex educator is going to help her do that, and it would actually make her life better, then I don't understand how that would be upsetting to you. Uh, hold up. You, you, you don't re- want some corner hobo teaching your daughter how to <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> That's that all I anymore. Can you read through that and find something ridiculous? Okay. Don't read it. Not on the mic. Okay, so let, wait, wait a second. No, no, in all seriousness, you have teachers. Now, we have a big, te- we have a big problem with teachers uh, molesting students and whatever it is. But at the same time, we're going to train these teachers. Does it have to be a female teacher? Who teaches the girls? Can can a male teacher start teaching girls how to masturbate? With, with right, I actually I've seen this done. It's very tasteful. The teacher just slowly takes her clothes off and lays spread <laughs> eagle and very gently Hands and on. tastefully <laughs> masturbates herself while purring ever so quietly. It's just about the most Christian thing you'll ever lay your eyes upon. It's like God bless. <laughs> no, I'm asking I'm asking serious questions. How 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 do you start training? Is this part of their test before they get certified as a teacher? I think like, how far are you going to take this? There's no emphasis on pleasure whatsoever and when sex ed teachers are being taught the curriculum. It's all about pregnancy prevention, which obviously is very important, or abstinence, which doesn't work. And having no focus on the desire whatsoever. The pregnancy prevention ain't working either. Well, most, a lot of people aren't getting very much of that either. So that's actually really problematic in itself. But when there's no focus on pleasure whatsoever, which is the 99% of the sexual experiences you have are not going to be for reproductive reasons. No, not with my wife, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so being able to know that part, that your desires and your sexuality and feelings of erotic emotion are normal and healthy and that expressing those through masturbation is a normal and healthy expression of those desires, that's a really helpful thing for young women and for young males as well who have this idea that masturbation is something they should be embarrassed about, but something that they should be shrouded in the taboo and it shouldn't okay, be at all. you're mixing two things together. You're talking about, and even when I was in school, they would tell us, it's okay to masturbate, it's healthy, it's normal. Mm-hmm. They never... I'm inst- very surprised that, you're, that you had anybody tell you that. Yeah, school. Aloysius Jangle. Our health teacher in RC High School. <laughs> Anybody's out there listening? Best name in all the land. That was his name, Aloysius Jangle. He, Aloysius. He was black. He, he no, be. he was not black. What? No, no, he was not black. He was, he was, a, he was a white guy with blonde hair, and he taught. He used to tell us that it's, you know, it's okay to masturbate. <laughs> However, he never taught us how to masturbate. He never simulated masturbation on a on a on a model of a vagina. That's I'm, insane to me. Is that I'm what not, you're suggesting? I'm not suggesting that anybody okay. simulate masturbation on or, a or describe vagina. it. Or I think describing it is perfectly valid. Describing okay. how your body just works. for the sake of argument, can you describe it to me? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> let's see if I don't flip this table over. <laughs> I don't think I need to describe masturbation. But how to would you? you. De- I'm actually quite serious. How wh- how would you describe it to a to a 12 year old or a 13 year old? Well, if you read the article, that you know that I was explaining how to find your clitoris, which is the first thing you have to do is actually show children an, a diagram. Okay, of, we, the boys are out of the room by this point. Like no, we don't, the they boys are, are there also too. Also in the room. Okay. It, this is a. Can you imagine the snickering and jokes and the what? ridiculousness that would go on? If you stopped making, if you had conversations with your children as parents and stopped making sex so scary and so naughty and bad, then do you have people children? wouldn't feel that way. No, I do not have uh, children. Well, you might, you might revise these opinions once you actually have children. I can say with complete certainty that will never happen. That you'll never have children. That I will not revise these feelings when I have children. No, but I'm saying I, I think that children find uh, uh, these things kind of funny no matter whether you've discussed them with them or not. 
honestly, they let them snicker all they want. They'll be better for it once they have that information. Okay. I do think that's kind of true. Like, I think they will laugh aggressively the entire time, but then may as well be that something in there sticks that's, you know right. what I mean? The, right. Then And also, I think it's pretty presumptuous to say that there is no way you will ever change your mind when you have children because as we have right here, a parent... You know, your your feelings evolve and your feelings change as you get older. And you I, but, but she actually, just for the record, you, you really did duck my logistical questions. The devil's in the details. Are you going to train teachers to do this? Is it, is Are men going to be able to do this? Like, how do you really foresee teaching masturbation as a required subject in public schools? I'm not suggesting that we have a a masturbation 101 class but when you're in sex ed you should understand that pleasure and desire are part of sexuality and explain that the clitoris is the epicenter of female pleasure it has okay. 8,000 nerves in it 8,000? 8,000 oh, should have more than that no? Ed, the clitoris has 8,000 nerves in it the penis has 4,000 whoa I think mine got a little that less that is very than interesting <laughs> yours has fewer than, than 4,000 mine got like 6 and if sex education isn't going to be comprehensive, then it isn't going to be useful for young adults. So explaining pleasure and explaining desire and that masturbation is a normal thing. If you, do, if you don't want to teach them exactly how to masturbate, that's fine. But if you don't teach them that it's a thing and that it's okay and that desire is normal... Seems healthy. Then yeah, I was healthy. I'm telling you, I was taught that... 30 years ago, and 40, you're really, 40 years really ago. lucky because that's not the norm. So you got a really, you got a really good teacher. I just remember that my teacher put on a maxi pad with a belt on it, and then we wouldn't stop laughing the entire hour because her maxi pad had a belt, and it was just the most preposterous thing we'd ever seen in our dumb lives. So all we talked about was the maxi pad, and we were complete assholes. But I, I think it is good to remind girls, especially girls, that because I don't think they're told that enough that they're not rancid for having a sexual thought. I don't. I just. I agree. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want my daughter told that, but I. I want my daughter to. I, it, listen, I shouldn't even say. She's better know. off learning that it's healthy and okay than learning uh, from uh, so just the rancid okay. peasants that she meets on the corner. <laughs> like from one, from Sherrod. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely not Sherrod. <laughs> it will be Sherrod. Yeah. All right. I. I. I suppose. I. 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 I have trouble with it. I don't know. I guess I'm old fashioned. But, but, I, but I think that you have trouble with an imaginary construct, which is that they're in school jerking off and having everyone take their dicks out and like a sing-along, which is very problematic to think about. But I don't think she's saying that. I think she's just saying to tell them that it's pleasurable, right? Yeah, that sex. Yeah, that is, sex is okay. Is and that, that, and, but also that masturbation is okay. So maybe if they masturbate also, they won't have sex as soon, which is your exactly. concern as a father. Maybe if they're... You know how many times I've been yeah. masturbated and then didn't have sex? Because I was like, I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, I, 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 you I think that it's really important to teach young vagina owners and young penis owners <laughs> about their bodies and how they work. My mom just put, not that anybody asked. but <laughs> You know, I'm curious how you. <laughs> my mom came into my room almost like we were in the middle of a fight. And she was like, sex is natural. But it was very hostile sounding, you know. And then she put this book on my bed called All About My Body Book for Girls. And she that was it. That was my whole sex talk. And then there was a chart in the book which had stages of breasts, like stage one, stage two, stage three, oh, stage you're four. Stage three. I had that one. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was look at the tit chart. I ignored the rest of the book. And then every night I'd 
I put on this tube top and I try to squeeze my non-cleavage together. I try to create cleavage and just see where I was on the tit chart. I just became completely obsessed with that tit chart. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then I asked my mom, I'm like, how come you're still at stage one? And she got very upset. I didn't understand that that was like really insulting. I'm like, but you never got anywhere on this thing, you know? Your mom is small-breasted. Yes, but and then I didn't know that that was like a mean thing to say. I was just practically trying to understand. And then I saw that movie... Uh, there's this movie, Top Secret, where all the women lay in the sand in the opening sequence. This is a very old movie. And they all pop up one by one, and then there are these holes in the sand where their tits were, these tit holes. <laughs> and I just was very focused on tr wanting to make those tit holes in the sand. So whenever we went to the beach, I would sort of try to grind my non-tits in the sand. And then I'd pick them up and was hoping there was those perfect holes in the sand like those women. And that was really my main goal as I wanted to grow up a dirty chest? and make tit holes in the sand. Like, but there was just sad, uneven dents. What did you say? How old? So you just got up with dirty chest? Yes, with dirty sand. And my, my family didn't really notice what I was doing. I tried to hide it, but I would just grind my non-tittage in the sand. How we were old on. were you? Maybe like 11 or something. Very young. And, and when did they really come in? Until late. Maybe like 15. I got my period after everybody else. Like I, it was Ugh. cool to get your period when you were like We all wanted, and I would. I think I lied about it, and I said I got it, you know, because everybody Is was getting true? it. Is that true? Do girls like compete over who got their period yeah. first? It's cool, right? Yeah, I remember, sure. at least in my school, it was like cool if you got it. Yeah, you for know? sure. You're like, oh, yeah, I have mine. And then you're like, oh, I'm more mature than you. Which is interesting because there was this shame around some parts of it, but but getting your period was definitely like the truth. Like yeah. that was considered the shit. Yeah. So you were you were slightly late bloomer. Yes. And once once they came in, did you ever get to make the tit holes? Or you just... I kind of gave up. given up on it. I should go do that. Maybe you should revisit it. And accomplish it. all my childhood dreams. But now I remember with Instagram, I you can really... Uh, but I remember I got really bad grades, and I was like failing every subject, and my parents were so worried about me that I was, you know, going to be stupid or something. And they, I remember they took me on... I got those special brain scan, and I had to put suction cups all over my head, and we were on the way to... Really? Yeah, because Like they Linda Blair in The yes. Exorcist? Yeah, they, they didn't understand what was wrong with me, and I remember hearing my parents talk about it, and my mom was like... She's not normal. And then I went for the brain scan, and they were very concerned because he was like overeducated Jews and always got good grades. And on the way to the brain scan, my mom asked me, What are you thinking about right now? Because she was a psychologist and she was trying to get me to open up. And I was like, I'm thinking about making these tit holes in the sand that I split. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you finally came clean. Is this true? She was so sad. Yeah, she, oh, she was so, so upset. She's like, I'm raising this moron that only wants to make tit holes in the sand. <laughs> Have you told that story before? That's a great story. Not on stage. Maybe I should. Oh, my God. What a great story. It was a, she was so disgusted by that. She's like, that's it. She is a, she is a moron. It's a wrap. All right, so so let me let me just get back to the. the did you find something in the penis thing? Well, like, just, just, yeah, go. yeah. We'll so, save that for so this is the thing. Mm -hmm. I am a I'm a dad, and I old fashioned, I guess. I would just like my children to go to school and learn reading, writing, arithmetic. You know, the base, academic things. Then are you going to give them sex ed yourself? If I choose to, I don't. Well, think, then where do you think they're going to get it? No, I I will. I'm saying. When I say if I choose to, yes, I will have my wife teach me about sex. But what I'm saying is that that I don't I'm uncomfortable about having forcing parents to send who who may have different attitudes about this thing to send their kids to public school. They have no choice. They're required to send their kids to school. And and we say, Well, we're gonna tell them about stuff that you may not want them to know about yet. Well, or, they're gonna, or, they have the internet. They're going to find out about now it they anyway. really well, do. Then, then, they're oh, going to no. learn about it from porn, and it's not going to be a realistic depiction of sex, and then they're really going to be screwed. But that, what I'm saying is that I think certain things should be 
parents still should get to raise their children for better I or worse. I absolutely agree. I think that parents should be having these conversations. Kids are exposed to pornographic material as young as six years old now. So you need to be teaching oh and having these conversations with your children <laughs> so they actually understand that pornography is not real depictions of sex. I'm sure... Well, you porn is. Well, <laughs> Such a funny <laughs> new argument we're suddenly yeah, having. hilarious. Porn is deadly real. I mean... I, mean, it's, I don't know. It's I, don't, real. I don't know about you, but I had the most like I had really traumatic sexual experiences growing up, like having sex with boys who thought that they just needed to like wildly hump my body furiously, and that was going to be what I wanted because all they had seen is pornography, and that's how, obviously how, what, what not year is how this? it works. What do you mean? I'm, try, I'm trying to put. I'm try, trying to like put a timeline. When did the internet come out? When did the porn? What like what? I was like 15. So that's how long ago? 11 years. So, so this is this is eleven years ago. Yeah. Two thousand six. I guess. Okay. So the internet. So porn was fully mature on the internet by this time. Yes. Okay. I'm just just trying to put it in my head. So. But also, it's not just that. It's also the fact that when you don't understand what a clitoris is, and you don't understand that two out of three women need clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm, and all you've seen is wild humping. The guys don't yeah. care. They know about it. They yeah. don't care. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't. We're not really. No. They do not care. But they you know. know. And if you guys care. I feel really bad for the people you have sex with, if I that's mean, the case. I mean, men in general don't care, but I think We take men, care of it, but we don't care. I think what? I I think that men on the whole don't care, but uh, about the woman they care about, absolutely, or the women they care about. No, I'm just saying, when you get older, you care. When I was 16, I don't know. I mean, I knew about the clitoris. I knew about it at 16. But and I, but I, I'm just wondering about these guys who are furiously humping you. I don't, you'd think that's because they were watching porn. But I'm just saying, nobody, nobody has sex well at 16, guys. I mean, it it's just, would be better if they knew what they were doing because they had proper education. Oh, so, so how far do you want to take that? Do you want, you want to show them videos of good sex? <laughs> I'm serious. It would probably be better than them just watching porn off a red tube. So that that's a, that's a yes. But you that's would... a parenting choice. It's a parenting choice. I mean, I wasn't. I never watched porn growing up, and I didn't get even How? passable at sex until I was in my mid twenties. I do not, think that's true. Just, that they're probably going to stink either way. Well, well, it's also right. just not. It's not just porn's fault. It's education combined with porn. Plus, you need experience, obviously. I mean, but, is it not like stand-up comedy where you have to do it enough times in order to get even decent yeah. at it? No, no. Oh, I do think it's it good well. to have the information out there of how to properly arouse a woman and all that. I yeah, think I actually sure. think I, I was think good at sex right I do think the odds are also that guys will still stink for a pretty long time. But, but I, I, I want to know. I, you I try to be a little optimistic. I didn't have internet until I got to college. <laughs> didn't have internet? Yeah, right. Where did you grow up? Germany. Oh. Really? No, but it was like a Tell conscious choice of my dad's to not get internet in the house because he didn't want us like watching Learning porn. Anything. <laughs> yeah. And doing crazy shit we otherwise shouldn't have been doing. Uh, I, I, was, I was never bad at sex. I will say that. I, no, I'm serious. Oh, you can't declare yeah. that about yourself. I'm telling you, <laughs> I was always, I was wow. always pretty. From from day one, I was pretty good at sex. And you got. But this you just from said you didn't care about a woman's pleasure. But you did you or I, did I you? I was care? just saying Sounds that. Like I was saying that for, for effect. Right, right, right. orgasms. No, I, I can't say that girls were having orgasms. Uh, let me tell you something. While on the, while, <laughs> I feel like I'm. What? While we're on the subject of female orgasms, I've seen a lot of good sex go awry. By over-focusing on the woman's orgasm, <laughs> where she begins to feel, where she begins to feel self-conscious, 
about the fact that she hasn't had an orgasm and then she feels she has to fake it just to get the guy to stop. That's because what he's doing doesn't feel good. No, no. So not every woman, you know, women. And not are, every time you have sex, you're going to have an orgasm. That's right. That doesn't mean sex isn't good. Right, but the time that, that's my point. So when the woman is not having an orgasm, if the man just like keeps at it, keeps at it, keeps at it until he, you know, until he rings that bell, she's like, fuck it, I'll fake this. Cause, well, because what women need is confidence to say, you know, it's not going to happen this time and it's really or just a okay. show and to say what would work. You know? So, so this is the way I do it. I just have sex and I, and I, and I wait for the signals from her. And if you read those signals well, then you kind of know whether she, whether she wants to get on that elevator or she's like, this is not going to happen tonight, whatever it is. Because when you talk about it, it kind of takes the whole romance yeah, out of it. but that takes emotional intelligence as well. Well, yes, I, I always have that. I agree. I don't think you want to talk about it every time. But sometimes there's like you could show in little ways and sometimes talk about it, you know. So women don't orgasm every time? No. Oh, it's natural not to? I mean, I don't. No, you don't orgasm. We don't orgasm every time. No. What percentage? I can't give an exact statistic on that. I mean, aren't all women different? Yeah, everything every, yeah. we read about Marilyn Monroe says she barely ever orgasms. Every vagina, every vulva, every clitoris. Like so why still things. have sex if you if you not go? I know because it can still feel good. It can still feel good. It's complicated, but you yeah. want to have an orgasm. Obviously, but, that's the goal. But it doesn't always happen every time. For I think a lot of people, you get you takes a while to get comfortable with a new partner for. Do black women know this? No, black because women come every time. Black, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think this is different. I don't know. And, Honestly, and, and just for penetration, by the way. The female anatomy and the male anatomy are really, really different. Yeah. Um, the way that I, the best way I ever heard it described was that male anatomy is a lot. That male anatomy is a lot like the uh, New York electrical system. It's all very. It's on a grid. It's all very straightforward. Whereas the female uh, sex organs are more like. Uh, San Paolo in Mardi Gras. Well, I'm just saying because black but women wait, 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 Let's take that in for a second. San Paolo and Mardi Gras. Just like crazy. San Paolo is a city in Brazil, by the way, in case anybody... Sorry, uh, yes. Yeah. And just crazy confusing and not everything makes sense all the time. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, if you do something to a guy and he says it feels really good, the chances are it'll feel really good to the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. Yeah, that's not you always just, true, but that's definitely yeah. more If you do something likely. to a woman and she says, you, have, it, 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 you might as well just forget it because you're, you're actually going to get yourself in more trouble than it's... Right. Like, so who taught you that? Like, yeah. Bill was telling me, the great Phil Hanley, who works here at the cellar, he told me he felt like he has to start over every time he has a new partner. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, right. you can't take your tricks with you to the next girl. Cause, That's right. Yeah. That's true. So he's like, you got to start all the way over. I, I did read your article. Did you discuss the G-spot as well? That myth mythological... Uh, the G-spot uh, is not mythological. It's actually a part of the clitoris, which is the internal portion of the clitoris. Are you sure about this? I'm 100% sure of that. Okay. It's the internal portion of the clitoris. The clitoris is actually more like an iceberg. That bump on the top is one inch. The full clitoris is about three and a half centimeters. Three and a half inches long. Oh. Yeah. There's wing-like. There's wing-like. Wing-like extensions on either side, and two bulbs underneath that are beneath the surface. All orgasms that women have are clitorally based. The G-spot is not its own thing. It's a part of the clitoris. It's actually the apex of the internal clitoris. So the clitoris look like this right here. Yes, but then with some balls at the bottom. I was gonna put like two. Your two it's not balls helpful for the for the, yeah, for the listeners. listeners at home. Yeah. It looks a little bit like okay, the clitoris with the this is how I describe it. The clitoris with the glands, which is the exposed part, and the wings kind of look like a eagle, little, an eagle in descent of a prey. They look like the little Bluetooths that people wear around their neck. Just like that. <laughs> it looks like a little, a little bit like a wishbone. 
<laughs> and this is all internal. Not the glands, the bump on the outside, but the bulbs and the wings are internal. The yes. vagina got a mouth guard. Honestly, it actually looks a lot like a mouth guard. Yeah. Y'all can laugh. That was funny. I don't know about y'all. That was crazy. <laughs> I, like, I thought that I'm, was funny. I'm working I mean, hard over here. It like, is I may not funny. have read the article, but I'm hilarious. Like, like a little mouth guard. So, did you I know that, that Stephen? Did you I did not know that. That no. the clitoris goes all the way through to the other side? It's not a, until I read the article, It's actually okay, because not that many people knew. We actually didn't know the full structure of the clitoris until 1998. Oh, my God. And it was 2006 wow. when a sonogram of the full internal clitoris was done for the first time, and the full structure was actually revealed. What? That's yeah, amazing. Fun who, who did that? Um, uh, Helen O'Connell was a urologist who was uh, operating on cadavers, and she was the first person who discovered the full structure when she was operating on these cadavers, um, mm -hmm. like sort of like dissecting them and checking it out. Then um, she released her work, The Anatomy of the Clitoris, in 1998. And then Mal Harrison, who was the resident sexologist at uh, the Museum of Sex, also known as Miss M, had her clitoris sonogrammed and broke the story basically on the internal clitoris. She should have a plaque. Now, if you're... She should. She's brilliant. For the Don't Americans at home... <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> but uh, is there like something on YouTube that you recommend, like that somebody can watch to just dip their foot in this clitoris land? I actually wrote an article called The Internal Clitoris for Glamour Magazine. You can read it. You can also read Mal Harrison's work. So you're like the clitoral expert for most of the most important uh, fashion magazines in the country. That's the highest compliment I think I've ever gotten. Yeah. Thank you. I will take that. Is there a video as well that you recommend? Like something if that somebody can look at? If you go to the centeroferoticintelligence.org, Mal Harrison has uh, moving images of the sonograms of her clitoris that you can see. No, I'm talking about yours. You ain't got no video, no link to one. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I want to see the mouth guard. <laughs> Gnome is Googling oh, right Leonard. now pictures of the, uh, of the clitoris for our listeners. Uh, this looks. This is nothing I've ever seen in bed before. What the hell is this it's thing? The only thing you can see is that top <laughs> glands part. Everything is internal. You can't see it. It looks like a worm on top. This is. I. I. Everybody, home. Go. Go. Google a, a diagram of the clitoris. Yeah. Check it out. Um, if you actually. It's really trending right now, you guys. <laughs> this is really on trend. Yes. All right. This is amazing. All right. So now she also wrote. Now this is even. More ridiculous. You wrote an article teaching men how I to masturbate. Call it ridiculous. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, why do you why do you assume right off the bat that it is? I ridiculous? just thought there were because some things no. that just guys needed to know, like lube is really important because actually not using lube when you masturbate can cause desensitization. What? So that's a. I don't <laughs> think I, I don't think group. a lot. I don't think stupid, a lot. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I don't think a lot of young guys know that like uh, they can actually enjoy prostate stimulation. A lot of young guys don't know about perineum. And I don't think we need to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. It's the okay. male G-spot. If you're missing out on, on prostate orgasms, you're missing out big time. I keep really? missing out. I ain't had it, so I can't be missing yeah. out on something. How, how, how do I give myself a prostate orgasm? Well, it's actually easier with a partner because obviously, like, reaching your anus is, like, not exactly, like, the Sexy, easiest. Sexy, dirty. But <laughs> it's, it's really easy with a, a really small butt plug. And it's, so, no. it's, just, in, it's just inside... <laughs> It's but just inside the, uh, so, so, the anus. So you, so you don't have to, stim you just have to have something in your butt yeah, while you, also, you have a regular orgasm and that will stimulate the prostate orgasm? Yes. You can, there's a lot, there's a new vibrator called the V-Vibe, which actually vibrates, which can really help stimulate the prostate. If you want, you can move the butt plug in and out. You know, it's all just what you're into. B-Vibe? So how much? Can you contact B-Vibe? Uh, B-Vibe? Well, first, get, get you got to run this by Juanita. Because if she just, finds this, she'll have a told her about it. Free, free I'll, just, I'll just send you guys their PR information and you can get back to me and let me know right. how those 
that's prostate orgasm. Okay. Robert, Robert got, Kelly will be getting a free one on his podcast. I got a question. So, so when you when you have a prostate orgasm, do you still you come semen? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Chocolate milk. Is it? Is it? The, like, the prostate it still, itself does not ejaculate. Right. Your so, penis ejaculates, but it's prostate stimulation during the actual ejaculation. So, was it extra ejaculation? It's just like extra stimulation, and it feels like. As my brother says, there's nothing in the world like a prostate orgasm. <laughs> my brother, who's a gay man. I was just about to say. I was just Don't say it. You're not allowed to say it. I'm so happy you said it. You're not allowed to say gay? Not supposed to, no, not but to no, I don't. I, 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 be, I, I mean. I mean, I've given plenty of prostate orgasms to straight cis guys as well. Right, I, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> but you ain't out here giving them out like skin. It ain't a lot. You ain't. You can't be giving out a lot. Like, He's gonna say like skittles. Is like, that what you're, how you're gonna finish? Like, like, I feel like I don't understand what you mean. Did, you He's ever, saying that you're not giving out prostate I, orgasms like skittles, and right. I can't. I, I well, can't not follow more. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> right. But you see what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like for instance. It was like, a very important point. Do you give them out or do you give them out like Skittles? <laughs> am I like, no, come and get no, them. I'm saying yeah, like, yeah, I'm no, what I'm trying to say is it can't be that many guys that like, like, I'm saying, I'm not saying there's not well, a lot of guys that don't like that, well, well, that's but that's because, willing to let it be known that they want something in their butt well, while they come Well, that's a very fine point, Leonard. There's deeply ingrained homophobia <laughs> where guys think if talk? you get anywhere near your butthole, like, you must be gay, like, you must be into, if your butt stuff, you're not a real man. It's like, hell no. That's what I'm saying. No, I, in I the hood, in the hood, saying. right in the hood, that's Any, the way. I'm not from the hood, I'm thank just saying, you. But, but, but in the I'm hood. Actually, I, I'm actually any, from a nice home. But in the hood, wo- that's the way it is. Any that's, woke guy. That's what I've heard. Any, any woke girl, like, they're going to be into that prostate. So if you're not into it, that means you're not woke, is what you're saying. Well, you don't have to be necessarily. You don't have to necessarily like it. So if I don't like, you have to be like, you know. But if you accept it, and you're like, that's a cool thing. Like that's fine. It's kind of like BDSM. It's like you don't have to be super into BDSM. But if you're like, you know, I respect it. What's BDSM? Uh, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Like oh, we have a friend who's super like, like a that. super genius in this. All right, I just want to tell you. Yeah. That. Now, like... now, did you ever have to talk a guy into letting you give him a prostate orgasm? Not personally, no. I've definitely had friends and readers who have a lot. I do an advi- a sex advice column, and I've definitely had women write in who are like, "I really want to try this. Like, how do you I have that conversation?" You just turn the whole world out, am, article by article. I am trying. Your over parents here. must be so proud of you. Actually, no, uh, <laughs> actually, my parents love it. They're I'm sure obsessed they with my work. Uh, 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 um, I should have said that it was it was a dumb joke. Can you can you read? Okay, so yeah. all right. If if I was coming at this as well, okay, never mind, doesn't matter. Uh, take your time. Regardless of what you've seen on popular television shows and in movies, masturbation doesn't need to be super fast, shameful thing you do in the dark corners of your bedroom. It doesn't need to be a race to finish if you don't want it to be. Sure, locking the door adds privacy, but what you're doing isn't shameful or bad. Set some time to actually enjoy masturbating. Don't rush it. Listen to your body and see what feels good for you. I do think that's not a problem for any of the male comics at the cellar. They set plenty of time to masturbate, especially yeah. when they're on the road. I feel like I that's all they do. I appreciate that about y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They. I think that one of the reasons I wrote about that in the article is that we have, we obviously put really, really bad um, impl- like implications on women to like, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. My point I was going to switch it over to men, was that we put a lot of uh, pressure on men as well to perform and to, like, last a long time. But there's barely any emphasis on a male actually, like, enjoying the pleasure. Like, they're like, oh, think about cancer. Think about death so that you don't come so you can last forever. 
And it's like, why can't men also enjoy masturbation and enjoy the process and not just have to perform as well? That's why I really... Um, Reach. I love like masturbation sleeves, like flashlights. I think like all of those things that Wait, give a man. Wait, what's a masturbation sleeve? Um, they come in a. Ver- Have you ever seen a flashlight? No. Okay, a flashlight are not my favorite because they're kind of. I kind of find them grotesque. But it looks like a vagina, but it's made of cyber skin, and you can like masturbate. Oh with yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But there's more tasteful ones that I prefer that are like. Um, they're made of elastomer, which is like a semi-porous material that sort of feels like jelly. And it's, it's literally just a sleeve, and you, like, lube it up, and you put it on, and you just use it to masturbate. They gave and us it, that Montreal, a flashlight. When we went to Montreal, they gave everybody a flashlight. God really? bless. 2015? Yeah, I, I mean, was wearing mine out. It didn't mean last two days. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had no lube. I just had some actually, water. Yeah, they really don't last that long, unfortunately, because of Did the material. Did you use it, Leonard, with a cup <laughs> of water? Yeah, I used wa- warm water. That's a choice. You use warm water instead of lube? Nah, I ain't had no lube. I was in Canada. So right, just, let's not start lashing out. <laughs> Goddamn Canadians. Uh, right. I just wanted to get a little juicy and then got, uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, you're not actually not supposed to wash the cyber skin that much with soap or water because it damages the integrity of the material. I, I know now. I was like, and you know, you learned. Yeah. Don't damage the integrity, Leonard. Uh, so, I, And you were also a sex expert or just I, masturbation? I mean, I guess I'm a sex expert. So how long, what's the target length for a guy to be able to last having sex? Well, I think the average, I can't put my finger on the exact time, but I think it's four and a half, five minutes is the average time. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm not off, I'm not off then. Not, oh, you guys not sh- for firemen, for, for regular guys. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like all, <laughs> like all guys. Obviously, there is like, I think it, it might be a little bit, might be 12 minutes now that I'm thinking about uh. it. So seven? it's either three minutes or twelve minutes. Okay, but so so okay, but you. Why but, don't I Google? But it? the average woman will not have an orgasm in four and a half minutes. Um, usually I suggest having cunnilingus before you have yeah. the actual main event. Seriously, did what? you just? Kidding, kidding, What's kidding. a cunnilingus? What's that? Uh, Going oral down sex. on a woman. Oral oh sex. yeah, y'all don't do that. Of course we do it. Oh, all right. It's just. It actually can't. Ev- they have to hear you. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to do oh. it ev- not every time. You don't have to do it every time, but it's good to do it. It's good to do it when when you can. Do women have pro- women don't have prostates? Do they? Women do not have prostates. No. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jim Norton's women, <laughs> but they can have anal. <laughs> <laughs> women can actually have anal orgasms though. Because I was just about to ask. You, you can reach that? the internal uh, the, the internal clitoris through the anus as well. Not hey, for all not all female bodied people will have that experience, but for pe- women who like anal sex and are really for it, that's usually why. Well, now I want to do that, but I didn't I didn't lick some butt, and I'm telling you, it's different. It gets juicy. It's definitely different. Yeah. It gets juicy. Right. Oh Did I just share too much at the table? No, no. No such thing, do you, darling. Do you believe in God? I do not. You don't believe in God? I am spiritual, and I believe in the universe, but I am not, like, the powers of the universe. And I don't think energy ever dies, but no, I'm not particularly religious. I was really raised Catholic, sort of. My dad's an atheist, though. The reason I ask is because it, you believe in God, Leonard. Yeah. Yeah, like because and that's what he feels when he licks a woman's butt. <laughs> I see Jesus. He feels God and Jesus. Because if, if you believe in God, then, then this is all God's plan to have, you know, anal orgasms and, and prostate orgasms. And yeah, it's just sure. an, inter- it's an interesting thing that God, you know, put so much thought into it, so much attention to all the various, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. And but don't Do you believe in God, no? No, no, not at all. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually like the most vehement 
atheist there is. I don't have any doubt. I'm 100% sure there is no God. That was beautiful. Wow. I'm about to say, yeah, way to bring the energy I up. mean, you yeah. have the Star of David like in Like, that the, got really uh, dark really fast. Uh, yes, because I don't want to have a uh, dyke parade here. No, because, <laughs> you know, they don't allow stars. No, you know, they have, they, they, they. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they had yeah, yeah. The, the dyke march last week, and they wouldn't let anybody with the Star of David in the dyke march. You guys didn't hear about this? What? Yeah, Why? They, What's the dyke be- march? Because they. The lesbian march. It was a lesbian march on, on Gay Pride Day. <laughs> I guess it was in it Chicago. It was in Chicago, yeah. And uh, there was some uh, Jew, Jew, some Jewish uh, pride organization, you know, and they, in their insignia was the Star of David, which is the, the, the sign for Jews. And they were asked to leave the march because uh, there's this doctrine of intersectionality that all causes have to support each other, and they felt that the Star of David was a threatening symbol because of the oppressed uh, Palestinian people. What? So they asked all that's the Jews crazy. to leave the march. Oh, yeah, it's called anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's messed horrific. up. Yeah, not, yeah. not into that, no. I'm still laughing at back march. Yeah, so Taking the word back, empowering. But for, to answer Stephen's point, you don't have to believe in God to have a Star of David. Dummy. I mean, no, just I, if I, I, I had for a, anybody to be thrown out of anything because of a symbol that the, it means whatever it means like, to them is, is horrific. And, the well, exact it's not a, opposite. no, they're treating like, a swastika. I would understand, but they're treating it like a swastika. Is, is, right, right. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah. That's, but it's also like if you're being awful. like, oh, you can't have the Star of David because it's oppressing the Palestinian people. It's like, well, now you're oppressing us because you're throwing us out of the parade for having a Star of David. So, well, no, but if you had that a crucifix in here, people would be led to believe that you believed in God, would they not? I don't know enough about the crucifix, but I'll tell you. If I, but if I had the Star of David, is a symbol of the yes. Jewish people. It's not a religious symbol. The answer to your question was yes. I'm no okay. Star of David Smith. <laughs> if if <laughs> I walked in and saw a whole bunch yeah, of crosses, of David, I would assume no. you're a Christian. All right. So but who cares? Any religious symbol should be fine. Obviously, not a symbol of hate like a, a swastika. Yeah, but any religious symbol should be fine. Uh, yeah. So, is there anything else interesting? that you've learned in your travels about sex, because you've said some things I, I really was not aware of, uh, that you can tell us kind of uh, Snapple cap facts that w- w- will astound us about sex. Snapple you know, cap you, you know, they have these like trivia I mean, facts. Usually like the a, internal like clitoris is like my party fact. trick. So. That, that's usually close, usually close on that or, one. Or prostate orgasm. I'm like, prostate orgasm. Or like, what are you talking about? We so. even got the anal orgasm, so you didn't came all the way out. Yeah, like, I gave you like, any like fun loving sex tip you could share. Just like, hey, if you guys are having sex tonight, try this out, gang. <laughs> that was, I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't stand Come behind on that out. subject. <laughs> try this, y'all. Um, well, I mean, I'm a big fan of, uh, of scrotum play, so hey. not every guy's going to be into it. I would have that discussion beforehand. Be what like, is it? You know, playing with your boyfriend's ball sack. Oh, right, right. And so, you know, feels good. I like Anything that. Anything else? Can you give us like one or two more? You like that, really? You don't like that? No. Nah. Not every guy does, nah. and that's fine. How can you not like that? Nah. How See, about, there we what go. you mean not by ev- play, though? What you mean by play, like? Like, actually, you guys should look this up, because I did an entire article called How to Play with Your Boyfriend's Ball Sack. And there oh, my are, God, you're prolific. There are GIFs that I made. So, how to Play with Your Boyfriend's uh, oh, Ball okay, Sack, right. yeah. And there's just that I my made. My Google I, search results. I took, I took, uh, I took uh, my beautiful art director from my old company, and I created, took a uh, pair of pantyhose and filled balls with oatmeal to give them realistic weight and dropped them in so it looked like a ball sack. And then I did all of the different. Oh my God! Ways. Is this a great country? I mean, you it's can amazing. make a living with this kind of. This You're is right. I don't hate my job. I don't hate it. We could go, and if we did that, we would be. So 
stoned to death immediately. God this, bless America. This is an amazing country that you can make a living. You can make a living telling jokes, and you can make a living, you know, teaching people how to play with their ball sacks. Oh my God! It was actually one of my favorite pieces I ever wrote. It was like it was pure art. Yeah, because I'm a gentle jellyfish. The gentle jellyfish. Alliterative. They're so good. All right, every yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. I do like. Yeah, everybody good. needs to check these out. Yeah, they're that amazing. Very give, fun. give the uh, the URL. Can you tell us another one? Another fun-loving tip. Fun-loving tip. Um, I like the. I like. Well, tip actually, corner. Um, here's a fun thing. So a lot of women don't like di- not. A, I mean, a lot of women, yes, do not like direct clitoral stimulation. So I have. I where did I learn all the different ways? I think it was oh, uh, oh My God, Yes, which you guys should put a link to in this episode because they have the best sex education website ever. What's that? Wow. Oh, My God, oh Yes. Oh, My God, Yes. Oh, My God, Yes. Oh, My yes. God, Yes. And That's a good one. So there's all these different ways that you can touch a clitoris if your clitoris happens to be super sensitive and you don't like direct stimulation. I'd like to know about this. Go ahead. Okay. So there is grounding, which is where you use your palm and you actually like ground the full, full, the, the full inside the... You can either do the labia majora over the labia minora, or you can actually just like ground in, and you can that way you're palming and grounding the full clitoris, including yeah, the Leonard internal. Leonard will probably advocate for the minora, but go ahead. Yeah, when you're doing a uh, orbiting, which so is where you kind of do like a figure eight, selfie. you do a figure eight with your tongue or your finger around the clitoris, not actually touching it, but just sort of around, and you get the wings and you get the bulbs. That can be very pleasurable. Also layering, where you can layer either labia majora or the labia minora over the clitoris and touch it so that there's a barrier between. So, so you put you put the lips over the clitoris and you and you touch it through the lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a few more, but I can't think of them at this moment. Have you learned anything today, Rachel? Yes, I loved I like this fun loving sex tip. I like tip corner. That's what I think. I've call been it. eating vagina wrong. We this just start whole our own time. podcast called. You've been tip eating corner. vagina wrong? I've been just putting the whole thing in my mouth. Putting a whole vagina in my mouth. I don't know. I ain't know. There's a time and place for that too, isn't I feel there? Like that sounds great. Yeah, but vagina? I didn't know you were supposed to be like. Did you hear that? Oh, also, you're but, on the right track. Take also, it vagina in. is the most misused word in the entire English language. Ooh. So what's you supposed to say? Vulva. Vulva. Vagina only refers to the th- uh, four to six inch gap uh, canal leading up to the cervix. The vulva is the labia majora, labia minora. The, um, and the clitoris, so it's only four to six inches. Yeah, but is the, isn't that kind of okay as long as you learn all the right stuff? That sometimes we use words that aren't really what it is, but we just come to use that, you know? Um, I think that it's okay to use it as a shorthand, in my personal opinion. I think that it's important for young women to know how to know label everything their about their parts. own body. Yeah. Of course, and right, if you right. want, if you know it's called the, the vulva and you like want to call it a vagina, like whatever. I mean, if Leonard's about to put his whole a woman's entire vagina in his mouth, I as mean, he does God bless, every morn, <laughs> wake up wake as he up, rises, he calls it the rise and shine. I say, how whatever word he wants to give it. I say, if he wants to start his morning with that and a bowl of oatmeal, then so now, more so power be it. to you. We're, we're almost out of time. Tell me, this. I have a five-year-old daughter. Yes. What should I be telling her now about sex? She has no idea. My wife was just pregnant, and she's like, "Mommy, how did the baby get inside your stomach? How does it get out of the stomach? I don't see any holes. I don't understand." Like, she had no idea. I mean, I we think, just kept changing I think the subject. because you have a new baby, this like actually might be a good time to start talking to your kids. I have, I think that you should start talking to your kids as early as six, but because you do now have a new baby, it wouldn't be a bad idea to talk not only about 
how babies are brought into the world, but also explain that pleasure is 99% of the reasons that people have sex as well. Because it's not just reproduction and... When do I mention prostate orgasm to her? <laughs> hmm, whenever you feel like it, honey. They're... No, no. I'm so, I'm really... I'm really like nervous about talking to my daughter about sex. Just like, it's like just the second that she looks at herself naked and sees her, whatever it's called, I don't, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And understands that she sees her brother naked, and now she's like, oh, that's supposed to. It's like she's. It's, it's like a new chapter in her life. I and I want her and I want to yeah. spare her from that. But I, honestly, she's not she, gonna. She's not like entering puberty now. So some of you don't need to worry so much. You know, it'll just be she, her understanding. If, if you know? she doesn't. The thing, about, the thing about it is children as young as six get exposed to pornography just because they get on the internet, they heard a funny word at school, they're like, ooh, I heard the word vagina. Then they get on Google and they write vagina. And the first thing that pops up is going to be a bunch of, like, vaginas and giant penises in vaginas. My daughter's dyslexic, so... Legitimately, well, okay, but she's legitimately going to be traumatized. So wouldn't it be better if she at least had sort of a base understanding? And, yeah, she might freak out. She's like, wait, what are you talking about? You do that to mommy? Like, okay, yeah, but... Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, mommy and I are married. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I used, I used to do that to mommy. I just think mommy almost never did it to me, but I used to do it to mommy. But go ahead. It's important to have those conversations with kids young so that they don't feel uncomfortable in their bodies, because when you see, when you have bad experience, when your first experience with understanding sexuality is negative, that's gonna set you up to fail, and it can set the tone badly for the rest of your life. I think I am a sexist. I mean, because I, I really do feel like I want to spare my daughter, and I don't care what my son knows. I know that I, is sexist. Yeah, it's problem. It's just That's not. It's problematic. not healthy. Yeah, you could try to adjust that. <laughs> but you could also, a, you could also, your wife could talk to her if she's more comfortable with it. Both but of your children are human beings, and they deserve I'm 24. To know the same my dad still ain't had to talk with me. Really. I, I think that's a, a father thing. I think fathers are scared to have that talk. Understandable. Also, like, sorry to go here, but you came from a different generation where it's like your parents weren't giving you, like, comprehensive sex education. So, of course, you In the early 1900s, with people it. never even discussed sex Back, at all. They were too busy figuring, like, I was. I, mean, I, 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 born, I had a very open house about sex growing up. But I didn't have a sister. How did they do that when they were just getting so excited about the invention of the wheel? What did your mom and dad say to you? That's hilarious. The fuck? That's hilarious. What did your mom and dad say to you, no? Uh, um, do you remember I, your sex talk? I think yes, sex talks are yes, interesting. Yes, they told me that you, my father said you that you put your penis inside the woman's vagina and you move it around and you get this like this big tickle feeling, which feels really, really good, and that's how babies are born. And left out pleasure. Well, this tickle feeling that, that feels really, feeling really good. good though. Well, My dad which is as good as any explanation. Dan Savage actually had a good way of explaining it because he's gay. But Dan Savage is a podcaster. He does Savage Love. Um, his his son asked his asked his dad where babies come from, and he explained it and forgot to leave out the pleasure stuff. Then the next day, his son came to him and went, "Daddy." you and daddy can't have a baby together. And he was like, shit, I forgot to mention pleasure. And he's like, actually, 99% of the time, that's not why people are having sex. So here's the rest of the information. Right. And how old was the girl? Her, uh, I was his son. I believe he oh, was son. like 10 or 11, but I can't say for sure. And, 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 and although it is sexist, I also believe that it's kind of an inborn attitude in humans. For whatever reason, 
I, I just think we're more protective of women on these things. I think I don't think it's it wasn't taught to me. I think it's within us. All right, we got it. We got to wrap it up. Uh, thank you. We got to go. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.